By the time this recording is released, Hurricane Ian may likely be behind us or possibly on top of us. You see, in preparation for the hurricane, I'm here recording this podcast at 3 p.m. on Wednesday. 3 p.m. on Wednesday, the 28th. This is not live. This podcast is to be released with the paper, as always. So it is at least Thursday morning for you now as you are listening. I point this out because after this mention, I will not be speaking on the hurricane for the rest of this episode. Well, simply because, well, anything I know now will surely be irrelevant and outdated by the time the podcast is released in the morning. More importantly, we, well, we still don't know how bad, how bad this uh, hurricane is going to be for our community. So I don't want to be insensitive to anything that may be going on or may have happened overnight. Which is why I wanted to make sure it is very clear that this is a pre-recorded podcast the day before um, the hurricane is to hit us, and it's set for automatic release Thursday morning. So please bear with me by keeping that in mind as you listen today. Uh, And on this evening, this Wednesday night before the hurricane, While I'm recording this, uh, I hope you are safe with family and prepared. I will be with my family at my home in Winter Garden, and we will be praying for everyone in our community and beyond our community, too. Praying that the Lord sees fit to intervene for human safety I must say we do not know when or for what reasons he decides to intervene or or not to intervene, but we know that he does. So prayer is powerful. He must hear from his people. All right, let's spend some time now outside of the subject of Hurricane Ian and dive into some other stories within West Orange County. The date of this pre-recorded podcast is September 29th, 2022. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin. In 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. Winter Garden drivers along Daniels Road likely have noticed quite a bit of dirt being moved just south of State Road 50. Construction is well underway on the Daniels Road Business Park project, and the company is on schedule to deliver the project the tenants early in the second quarter of 2023. Now, this is the big green space many of you are familiar with, uh, formerly green space, right by the Burger King there, right south of that. Now, the developer said, quote, 
We are building a first-class retail shopping center at the corner that will be anchored by a national grocery store, not presently in the Orlando market. We expect that the remaining retail spaces in the center will be occupied by a mix of restaurants and specialty retailers. End quote. Winter Garden Community Development Director Steve Pash said that the request is to develop the property with a two-phase plan, but that the second phase has not yet been approved and that developers are to add almost an acre of wetland buffers to preserve, protect, and enhance the wetlands there. The developer states that they expect to announce future development along Daniels Road in the next few months. And on over to the town of Windermere, the town council there unanimously approved a ordinance prohibiting smoking and the use of vapor-generated electronic devices within the boundaries of town-owned public parks. And at the same council meeting, several residents spoke during public comment on the July-approved Temporary Traffic Calming Program. Now, that's to alleviate traffic concerns along Oakdale Street, and we covered it on this program The approved measures only included the use of a diverter with no road closures. Now, in this week's paper, the differing opinions of residents on the subject has been laid out by Annabelle Sykes, and I encourage you to check that out. But on up and over to the town of Oakland, an estimated crowd of 700 people enjoyed beautiful weather and even more beautiful music as the legendary jazz bassist Ron Carter and his Golden Striker Trio for the Hapco Jazz Show Saturday, September 25th in the town of Oakland. Now, that was a free event. Hapco Music Foundation offers educational programs that help disadvantaged youth in Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Since 2021, Hapco has provided education and inspiration to more than 30,000 young people. Now, I personally wanted to attend, uh, but my wife, well, we had a babysitter for that Sunday for her birthday. We had a wonderful time. You know, we stopped by the tasting room, you know, just to start, downtown Winter Garden. Wonderful, wonderful place. We actually um, scheduled dinner there for this coming Saturday. At Chef's Table, we have a group we're meeting and a little bit of a, a, a farewell to a former teammate for one of the companies. Very excited about Chef's Table this Saturday. And uh, But, you know, on Sunday after, after we left the tasting room, we popped into Pilar's where we saw some friends, Daryl Parker and his wonderful wife. And then we went off to dinner, Matthew's Steakhouse. I mean, really just a wonderful evening with my beautiful bride. Uh, Couldn't be more grateful for the experiences we had on Sunday. But that is why I could not attend, we could not attend on Saturday for the HAPCO event. Uh, Because, you know, we couldn't get blessed with the babysitter two nights in a row. I mean, that would be too good. Uh, So anyhow, I encourage you to check out HAPCO. My friend, Commissioner McMullen of Oakland, he founded it, he runs it, a great man. No surprise leading a great organization for our youth. Okay, 
Now, don't forget all of your hyper local news. Uh, you check it out at theorangeobserver.com. You can be part of the Facebook page there, uh, get instant updates on anything that's happening in the community. You know, things that you will not get from that Orlando paper. You won't get the, the hyper-local news there. Not this type of hyper-local. Not hyper-local West Orange-centric. We've been doing it for 117 years. Every Thursday, the physical paper comes out, and you can find it in the big red boxes all around town. Now, the paper also has an Instagram and a Twitter, might I add, And as of very recent, so do I. I have a Twitter now, and I also have an Instagram. Uh, Now, I know that's uh, maybe out of character for a traditionalist such as myself. But, uh, you know, I don't love it. But what I found on Facebook, being on Facebook for the past couple of years, I have made some really great and real connections within our community. So for me, I use social media, you know, as a positive tool to connect with people, you know, not as a way to tell people that I'm eating a fish sandwich or or that I'm mad about something and I want to rant or something. You know, maybe I'll rave about something, but I'm not going to rant about anything. I mean, give me a break. No, we need positivity. We need to connect with each other here in our community. And social media is a good way to do that. Okay, so join the West Orange Times and Observer on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Join me there. You know, the links for all of it can be found at orangeobserver.com. And for me, austinarthur.us, austinarthur.us. I hope to see you join me in the West Orange Times and Observer on the social media. All right. We are about to get into the final page here, folks. That's the final segment I have highlighted something that I feel is very important. It carries a special message. Um, But in the meantime, let's meet Akoe's new fire chief. Never in Thomas Smothers' wildest dreams did he imagine himself becoming a firefighter. Now the longtime Akoe resident is continuing to make a community impact with his promotion to fire chief for the Ocoee Fire Department after 18 years of service. Smothers was promoted to fire chief at the end of August, following the retirement of previous chief John Miller. Smothers, that is Chief Smothers, said, quote, This is such a tremendous honor to me to come back and work in the city that I grew up in. It's just so humbling. I give God all the glory. He has led me all the way on this. I have no doubt he was the one who guided me toward this calling. Mm-hmm. As a young lad, Smothers attended West Orange High School and graduated in 1984. He played Little League Baseball in the area and recalls that he loved reading the West Orange Times. After high school, he joined the U.S. Navy Reserves, worked at Disney World, moved to the Carolinas to find his calling. It wasn't there. He and his wife, Donna, found out that they'd be soon back in Ocoee, and on September 11, 2003, he graduated from the Fire Academy. 2004, Ocoee hired him on as a firefighter, and 18 years later, 
He is leading that very department. Well, folks, you heard me quote the man, and I know the man. I will tell you, it is people like this. That is who we need in positions of leadership. I encourage you to check out the wonderful piece done by Annabelle Sykes on Chief Smothers in this week's paper. West Orange has yet another reason to be proud. Congratulations to Ocoee Fire Chief Thomas Smothers. All right, let's get into the final page. The Winter Garden Heritage Foundation is paying tribute to the women who made a difference in West Orange County in a new exhibition. West Orange Woman Making History. And as my friend, the executive director, Jim Cresciatelli, likes to point out, part one. Now, you know, I love the Heritage Foundation. They have done so much to preserve our history and our heritage, not just in Winter Garden, but really all of West Orange County. And they just do such a good job right there downtown Winter Garden. You know, it seems to be that, um, well, that this is needed today. I want to be forthright with you. I initially got involved with this uh, community stuff that I'm doing, this podcast, other things, because I kept on feeling like I was being lectured by people who are in positions of high authority, just lecturing us, people lecturing us about how bad we are, what a rotten people we are. And you know, I reject that. We are a good people with a great history. And I just have been getting so tired of always hearing about the negative things. And I also get tired that I always have to add a disclaimer. Whenever I say that we're good people, that we have a good history, I feel like I have to add a disclaimer. Yes, I know. We as humans are not perfect. I know about the atrocities and the horrible actions and the different things that have occurred in the past that are shameful to us all. I recognize that. I recognize that humans are flawed. I recognize that the only person that ever walked this earth who was not flawed was Christ Jesus. Apart from that, just excuse me if sometimes I don't want to have to constantly give the disclaimer that there have been atrocities in this world. The fact of the matter is, as a whole, in the aggregate, We are a great people. So I will, in this short final page, I'm going to leave you with some real history. The type of history that we seem to not be allowed to discuss anymore. At least that's the way it feels sometimes. There are many great women who have helped to make West Orange a wonderful place. And in this part one exhibition, 
Many are highlighted. You need to check out Amy Questenberry's full piece this week, and you need to go down to the Winter Garden Heritage Museum to check out this terrific exhibit. But let me leave you with this one highlight. Mildred Dixon. Dixon was the first female and the first black resident to serve on the Winter Garden City Commission. She chose to run for a seat on the commission because she felt black residents were underrepresented in the city government. She served 11 years from 1985 to 1993 and 2003 to 2006. Dixon was born in Winter Garden in 1923, moved to New York City after high school, and eventually returned to her hometown and became an advocate for the residents of East Winter Garden. She died in 2006, but her legacy... But her legacy lives on through the Millard Dixon Activity Center and Millard Dixon Way. Now, I bet many of you, certainly not all, but I bet that many of you did not know that. God bless Millard Dixon. God bless my beautiful city of Winter Garden and its true leaders. God bless all of West Orange County, our history, our heritage, and our community. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a safe and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.